all have circumstances in our lives that challenge us. Get Made with Greg Harris. It might just save your life. To the Get Me Show with G. Blackwell Harris. Get made, get made, get made, get made, get made. Alright. Get made, get made, get made, get made, get made. Game is to be so. And I just told, told. But don't sell your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Get Made Show with Gregory Harris. New button to install for me here. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Good afternoon to you. First of all, I want to thank you for anyone who can join us live. My name is Greg Harris, G. Blackwell Harris. Thank you for joining us. The name of the show is Get Made with Greg Harris. And we're broadcasting live in Hollywood, Hollywood, California, on BBS Radio, uh, which happens to be the largest live internet radio streaming network in the, in the world. So I'm proud to be a part of that. We're on channel one there, should you decide to share and tell a friend. And as I said before, I want to welcome you to the show. Uh, get made. made. I just uh, recently uh, put up a, a first YouTube video explaining the essence, what have you, of getting or being made or what does it actually mean and so forth, you know, to put it out there make more of a landscape of it uh, because it is a movement. And basically, it's a state of mind. Just, I can never talk about it enough. It's a state of mind because I was, you know, blessed enough to be able to turn around from whence I was, meaning my thinking. And my goal is to share that with anyone and everyone. Uh, not, you know, only qualifications you need here is just um, to need it. <laughs> That's it. So the thing is, uh, as I was saying, for anyone and everyone that uh, can partake in it or can, you know, utilize it. So, yeah. And, you know, again, uh, with the show, first of all, I want to give a big shout out, you know, being out here in L.A. and in Southern Cal, we have the uh, Cal Fire situation out here. And being that this is a show that derives from JPPS, Jail Pro Probation Survival, uh, where I talked about, and I still talk about to this day on this show, you know, some of my past uh, experiences in prison and so forth, and on probation and parole and the street life and the whole shot, whatever I need at that time, I'll pull up out of my past. Uh, Saying that, 
the guys that that are trained in Jamestown, California, that's a that's a prison here in Southern California. And a lot of those guys are on the line. I've heard stories. I've heard stories over the years about Jamestown and how you have to train to get on the squad to get out there and fight fires because it's a better life for the firefighters, you know, the inmates and so forth, if you get to that point. But you have to be physically fit because I remember a friend of mine telling me they they had a thing there called Suicide Hill, which was a big deal because the reason why they called it Suicide Hill Several people have have died attempting to, you know, scale this hill, or run this hill, or pass the test. So yeah, it's just, and I thought about that when I was looking at the fires, being you know that I have the show that's related to jail in a sense. So big shout out to them as well as the firefighters. I mean, they they all have a very 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 tough job that they have to do out there. Just looking at it on TV, they're. they're right there in the fire that's a big deal i've heard many stories from guys who were on the line and worked those fires i mean i've heard many stories <laughs> that's another show but yeah i just want to give a shout out to them again because i mean those guys the free firefighters as well as the inmate firefighters they will lay down right there where they're at in the dirt to, to rest after fighting fires for 12, 13, 14, 15 hours. So they'll lay there in the dirt. So big, as I said again, big shout out to them. They deserve it. They deserve that and more. Uh, yeah, they had to say that to him. So yeah, just another thing about the show is I like, I have a livery service as I talk about just about every show. It's what I do. So oftentimes I talk about my daily travels you know, and what I see and what I do and what I encounter, if it's interesting and if it relate to helping another, you know, in my opinion, of course. And so with that, you know, I'm an advice guy because the advice that I like to give is the same advice that I use every day. It's not like I'm telling you something or saying something to you rather. And, and, and I don't use it or utilize it myself. And I notice a lot of things while I'm out there in my travels um, that just, you know, that's, I don't know, I don't think that that many people pay that much attention to it. It's like, it's really a problem here in Los Angeles, speaking of. And I'm sure if it's here, we just may have the same type of problem in other cities. And that's just uh, that other box I was talking about when I say people are, I had to, you know, come out of prison and had to detox from that box. Then when I got out, I had to detox from the being in the box out here because you got people in society saying, yeah, I think outside the box. I mean, that's where that saying is popular. <laughs> it's popular in society. It ain't that popular uh, in prison. I mean, you'll hear it from time to time. You can't. You'll hear just about anything in there. But the thing is, it the actions in the way and in. in you know, the usage of it's just not that popular in prison as it is in society. So it's a society saying. Yeah, well, I think outside the box, but I, you know, I just all the while not being able to hold an entire conversation without looking at your phone or whatever or drive on the freeway even where it's dangerous 
you know, a couple of thousand pounds can kill you. Yeah. So where it's dangerous and you just can't drive to your destination without looking at your phone while you're driving. That's they even made a commercial about it. Just the guy like here with a beer in his hand and then the beer flips and now it's a phone. That's just it's just that cold. I got it. I'm like, wow, okay, you did that right. Because but I don't know if anyone really paid attention to it or not, or enough people paid attention to it because I see it all day, every day, and it's just a tragic thing. And then when you see the accidents, four or five, six fatalities within the accidents, two or three, four cars and back up thousands and hundreds of miles and thousands of people, you know, tied up and so forth. And it just causes a problem on top of a problem on top of a problem. Not that I can solve any of the problems here. And like I say on the show, whatever's going on, whether I like it or not, I have to look at me in this situation. Where am I at? Well, damn, I'm not on my phone driving. No, I'm not. So then I'm talking about it on the show. So what are you saying? Well, what I'm saying is I have to have my head more on the swivel because I have to take precautions for my life and my passenger's life and maybe even the dummy on the phone's life. Not to just, for me, to get away from it, if I, especially if I see it. And I see just about everything I'm looking at when I'm out there. Because I'm paying attention, I'm looking at everything that I can. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Very observant. So, and that's just a natural habit that I have. The thing is, if I see it, I'm going to steer away from it. Now, I'm saying that as far as driving, Right? Is driving, but the same thing applies to toxic type because he's a toxic driver, or to toxic type people. The same thing applies. Where do I fit in? Well, I'm not toxic. Well, steer away. That's what you do. If that's what suits you and that's what makes your life better, more quality of life for you, then that's what you need to do because that's what it's about. That's what the show's about. Quality of life. It's about having that it's about earning that it's about owning that if you don't have it it's not about uh, uh, buying it it's not about money it's not about any of that as i like to say on the show uh, not that i know so much but i I know what i know and i have what i have and i've spoken to uh, different to all walks of life people just people that's why it says a show for all people and you know it's not a preaching to the choir type of show uh, in, in essence, meaning you know, we're outside of the box you know, here on Get Made on the Get Made show whereas, you know we talk about things where you can take up your own banner you know, with the good stuff that we try to talk about here for the bad stuff that happens out there, and as I said before for all people and, you know, it's just so much going on out there. They have a march on TV today it's in uh, what is it, Charlotte as well as in D.C. and probably a few other places. But I mean, it's a lot of B.S. going on around every, everywhere. And um, they're putting it in our face. And that's another box. See, that's part of the, the big box I was talking about in the previous show. And I'll talk about it even more. We can't talk about it enough. 
And what is the reason why I don't like being in that particular box is always a reason for me anyway to not want to be in it because the bo- being in the box could be fun for some. I don't know. But for me, the reason why I don't want to partake in it and don't care to and just have a strong, not gray line, not sit on the fence, but a strong constitution about how I feel about it, even if it's effort. I feel strongly about it, but I do have a view and opinion about my effort. So I do that so that I won't, it won't consume me because the, the, nowadays the most widespread disease I see that's going on is hatred. So not just hatred from one race to another, one person to another, one color to another, or one whoever to another. It's the self-hatred. That's the disease part because it's tricky. Meaning, may not even know you have it. That's the whole part about that self-hatred. It comes out in different forms, got different looks. You know, come out in different ways. But it's all self-hatred. You know, so, yeah, it's like, uh, that's really a thing to look at. And no one talks about the thumb pointing back at me. (laughs) See, not the four fingers and the thumb. That's a lot. Just the thumb, the big old thumb pointing back at me. That wraps right around back up to blame again. Can't afford it on any level. Because if I do, and that's, you see, if I start, it's like a drug addict, start chipping. Most drug addicts that I've known coming up back in Chicago, back on the west side back in the day, was chipping. That was a word. That was a term. Uh, Yeah, man, I didn't know Fred chew dope. He's just chipping. Oh, okay. And then I blinked, and a couple of years later, Fred's all the way out there. Look like a gas station mop. The next time I saw Fred, he looked like a gas station mop in Chicago. I don't know if you know what a gas station mop looked like. You can just imagine it. You don't have to know what it looked like. You can just imagine what a gas station mop looks like. They use a mop in the gas station. They actually use it to mop the oil up. So a gas station mop is what Fred looked like the next time I saw him. He was chipping the last time I saw him. So the same thing with the anger, the self-hatred and all that stuff. And, and you know, I say it's so tricky. You may not know you have it. Not saying that anyone have it. Probably nobody is listening have it. But I'm saying it's so tricky. You may not know you have it. You see, and it's a coward thing, but we don't want to go too deep into that. But the thing is, it's tricky because... It's easy to, when the anger is going, the outlet, you can see it on Facebook when the people are angry at the person for whatever reason. That's why you have people say, oh, she's sick, lose her job, lose this, do that, do that, do this, do that. And everything else, face out their name out there, whatever they do, it's done. But that person who's making that statement to the person of color or the person of poverty or whoever the person is, they're going through it or the person of gay, or whatever. And they're talking to them. They really view it as 
hating the person that they're talking to. They don't even see or recognize that it's self-hatred. They don't, if you told them, that, hey, it's self-hatred you're doing, you know that, right? They still couldn't hear you and couldn't see it. Because that locked in is that tricky. It's no joke. So the self-hatred is something to look at in yourself. Not for me to say that you're a certain way or do this or do that, because I kind of, you know, to be honest with you, I constantly work on myself every day. For anyone out there listening, uh, and, and on this topic or any other topic that you may have, if you have a desire to call, the number's toll free, 888-627-6008 while we're live. We'll be live at, yeah, up until 3 o'clock Pacific Coast time. That's West Coast time. Again, 888-627-6008 if you have a burning desire, you know, something you want to talk about along that line. If not, feel free to listen. That's what we're here for, to give you what we have. So my thing is I constantly check my own anger and anger issue if I have one. And I'm, I'm glad to say that I'm able to check it. I try to do it daily. And the reason why is because it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's not, I like good looks. It's not a good look. That's my main, one of the main reasons it's just not a good look and it drives people away or it'll add the like-minded ones to your circle, you know, to your life circle in your life circle. That's important. I think Jesus even talked about that, not to get a jump on hop on any Christianity bandwagon or have church up in here or anything like that, but just to look at that story as a reminder when his family, somebody told him, hey, your family's out here, Jesus. And as a Christian, he looked somewhat uh, in some direction, maybe to the disciples, maybe to the praying people, whoever the kneeling people were, his followers, his friends, whoever they were, and said, now, Here's my family. And I was like, what? I read that over and over again, not to disown, to say disown your family out there. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that you need to know where your support is. That's what I got from the story when I heard it. And that's family, Joseph and them, Mary, them, his mother. That's who the people was talking about. If I read the story correctly, if I didn't correct me, please. I think I did. But if I didn't, please feel free to correct me because I want to know it all. I have a desire to know. I don't know it all. I want to. I have a desire to know more. So feel free to correct me if I'm wrong in any area that you feel. That's what the toll-free number is for. And again, it's 888-627-0008. But yeah, back to what I was saying, it's like, Scary part, it'll add like-minded ones to your life circle. So that's now, it's tucked even more. It's even trickier. It's like praying now. You got two or more gathering, talking the same bullshit. See, that's prayer. That's church you're having right there together. I don't care if it's husband or wife, fuck buddies, kick it partners, lovers, homies. Buds, it doesn't matter. The thing is, you get two like-minded people buying each other's bullshit is what it is. That's what he equates to. Now you're having church and you're saying a prayer. You may as well hold hands. That's what you got. 
and it's just it's just mishmash. See, I see it played out all the time. I had a couple of clients that I have local, and I drive them all the time. That bothered me. And they're strong to the right, almost come on back to the middle, nerdy spaceship, super duper. Theorist on every level, as high as you can go. <laughs> Just a conversation that we have every time I pick them up. And these are pretty intelligent people, but they're out there as far as I'm concerned, as far as my views are, how I'm looking at things. I share my opinion, they share theirs, I appreciate theirs. And I don't go into bashing them about me. It's just it's how they feel. I got my views, how I feel. Hey, someone may not agree with how the things, the way I view things and how I look at life. Right? And yes, that's, I got to accept that. But as I said, a lot going on out there. Uh, you know, you got to look at some, everyone's looking in a direction, seems like. I'm on Instagram a lot, I'm on Facebook a lot, and shout out to my friends on Facebook and Instagram who can make it to the live show. If not, hopefully you can listen, uh, you're listening on the uh, podcast that, you know, pops up on Apple and so forth, all over the place the next following day. But, um, because there's a lot of encouragement on there for me. I mean, the, t- the particular friends and associates that I have and newfound friends and followers and the people that I follow on there, they give me a lot of hope. I learn a lot of things. I'm very observant. I can see something like, oh, I didn't know that existed. Okay, how can I adapt that? Just like my sound button. See? That. I found that and I was able to get the engineer to adapt it for me to my setup here in this in the studio. And this everything's working out fine. I like it. It's enjoyable. I'm not a really a big noise guy, but that's just part of the, you know, the broadcasting thing and I'm just filling it out and I like it a lot. So yeah, and I've learned I learned that looking uh, online. I see, I learned I learned that. And so anything that I can have or I can learn online or do, I want to give back to someone else that may be struggling or don't know or can't twist the turn. Because I, I look, I investigate, I look stuff up. I find out, I ask a lot of questions. And I go in and find out what I need to know to get what I'm trying to do. Like my engineers, shout out to Don and Doug at BBS Radio. They put up with me, they show me, they school me. And they bring me along, take me by the hand and bring me along in this broadcasting game. And I can't thank them enough for it. Without them, I wouldn't be able to pull it off and do, you know, what I'm doing now up to this point, which I'm just, you know, grateful for. I can't say it enough. But, I mean, for me, you know, I I can't say it enough as well uh, to remain useful all the days of my life. So in saying that with all doing that while all the craziness is going on. And I say crazy. I mean, I don't know who's going crazy. See, it's the craziness is going on. Okay, who's going crazy? Trump. Who? Trump. Trump. Well, damn, I looked at CNN and looked up there. He was sitting back in his office signing something. 
It looked like he was going crazy to me. Who's going crazy? The people in Charlottesville. Oh, the people in Charlottesville going crazy. So Trump's not going crazy. It's the people in Charlottesville's going crazy. But why? Trump. Trump. But I just told you, I saw CNN. He's in D.C. signing something, writing something down. I had the mute, mute button on, so he was mumbling, so I just couldn't tell what he was saying. But, but I saw the people on this switch channel there, when they switched it over, and they were mean mugging each other. And they had the cops out there in a couple of cities. So I think it should be a new set of laws that should be enacted, like the new Trump laws. You know, and that may be able to help you counter, you know, a lot of the BS that's laid out there for us to 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 do whatever you can do with because it's laid out there for you. So for me, I see the same news that everyone else see the people on TV that's looking like a the back to the Braveheart movie, <laughs> looking like a Braveheart movie out there, not that it's for not funny by any industry but i've been telling people that this is level two three i'm not going to say four but level two three prison behavior i'm telling you and it's just i know how level two three stuff goes that's what it looked like not level four it can get there but it looks like level two three type behavior. That's what type of standoff it looks like to me. Because they're gritting and they're mean mugging and, you know, this, that, and the other. So, to, to the new Trump laws, in my, just in my opinion, what I try to apply to my life to get me through my day. Because, in my opinion, the people's skills that I talk about and you hear others talk about and so forth. Just in my opinion, they come from within. And that's the skill set I was blessed enough to have. Because I deal with all type of people every day. I have people that get in asking me about people. So, Greg, tell me the worst. Uh, this, you know, you hear it all the time. Tell me the worst story you got. You don't want to hear the worst, but I'll pull one up for you. You're a lady. I won't tell you the worst. Oh, either, uh, so, do you get any crazy? Yeah. And I don't have any problems. I don't. Thank God, I don't have any problems. Any. I don't know. I guess I got a sobering effect or something because I can get a drunk guy or girl nuts, just nuts, and they'll sober up. I haven't said a word to them. They'll just sober up. I'm like, where to? We're going. Is that where, where you want to go now? Then they'll sober up. So thank God for that. But with the new Trump laws, in my opinion, I feel for me, I have to be tough. But the type of tough that I have to be, because I've been the other type of tough and, you know, the scared tough and the afraid tough and the fake tough and the, the, uh, the bluff tough. I've been all that. I have to do, I've been all, I've seen all that, I've been that. If I haven't been all of it, I've seen it. Trust me. I've seen it enough to be it. So, what I do is I'm resilient. Me, I have to be resilient. Towards everything and everybody. 
That's what the armor is for. It's to keep me resilient. It's tough. That's what keeps me tough. And thank God I'm battle tested. So I am the guy to tell it to you. So how do I become resilient? Well, there's some things you have to do, like you say, real simple. It starts with a hello, actually. It's called setting the tone. It's like, you know, I'm an old sales guy. You know, I'm an old phone guy, too. Right back in the day. That's what I went to the feds for. Talking on the phone, saying a lot, getting a lot, a lot of money. Okay. So you set the tone with hello, even in sales. In sales, I set the tone with hello with depends on the person. Hello or hello depends on the hello that I hear. That I'm going to set my tone with the hello I'm going to give back. If I want to take complete control of the conversation from the start, I'm going to hit with a hello, Jim. I'm going to hit some thunder. I'm going to give him thunder. If I'm going to be sweet and I'm going to court the money. I'm going to, hello. See? So, you set the tone with the, this goes with for resilience as well. This is part of the people skills package. So, you set the tone with hello because your hello can sway either way. You may not believe that. It's a lot of power in hello, in the way you say it, the way you set it out. The way you give it, it's like a handshake or a hug. The way you give it, you want to give a little fake hug, pat on the back, pat, 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 three pats. Or you want to give one good pat on the back, that's a good hug. You don't have to hug like you're in love or anything when you're hugging a person, if that's what you're doing. But, you know, just to pat, 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 scoot. I don't really want to hug you here. Three, two fingers, tap, tap, get on out of here. Or you want like, hey, what's up, man? You know, hug. So, you set the tone with the hello. Trust me, it works for me every day, every time. Now, I can't change it. I'm not magical changing my Actually, you are. But I'm not magical to change anybody. And I use the word sway and so forth. That's what it does. But I'm not claiming to be magical or anything. But it sets the tone because I get all oh, type. Look, the average person that I drive is pissed off at somebody. Trust me when I tell you, I got the big ones. I drive the big ones. They like my style. I don't blame them. Because I'm a no-nonsense guy when it comes to taking care of the business. So they like my style. But I got the big ones. And the average person with that I drive, whether I'm driving private or I'm freelancing or, you know, I'm out there. It's a Saturday night in Hollywood. The average, or Beverly Hills, the average guy that I pick up, the average person that I pick up could be anybody. Some I'll mention on the show, as you may notice if you listened before. Some I won't. But I'll ask them before I do. I'll say, you know, I got a show. Because I do. Oh, yeah, great. Uh, you know, I'll talk about that. Oh, sure, fine. They're not tripping on none of that stuff. I'm not going to disclose it. They already know. So the thing is, and I like to share that because it gives hope for me or anyone that may resemble 
some of the things I've been through. Let give, let me lend hope to them. See, so that's my purpose also as well. And I know it's, as I said before on the show, I know the majority of the listeners, if I have any at all out there, have never been incarcerated. So it's, it's that type of show, but it's not that type of show at the same time. So, yeah, setting the tone. And as I said, simplify it. Hello. Your hello. Your hello comes from within. It's like, you know, it's like a dog. You say when you're walking down the street, I got a neighborhood full of dogs. I know them all. And I'm telling you, back to the story, I know all the dogs. But this one dog, I gave him a hello a few years back. Me and this dog do not get along, period. Period. She look at me, I look at her, hey, hey, hey. She looked down like, hey, man, not feeling you. You forgot? I'm like, no, I haven't forgot. All right, take care. Have a good one. Dog go his way, I go mine. But the rest of the dogs, I know them well. So it's the same thing. It's the hello. You set the tone, hello. I set a bad tone with that dog. I can remember it. I swear, and the owner can remember it. And me and the owner, we're good. Lovely lady. But she remembers. I remember. She said, Greg, she's still mad at you. I'm like, damn. I set the tone with the dog. You see? With my hello or with my whatever. My way that day, that morning. The dog said, I'm not, I'm not, hey, I'm not dealing with you, man. I'm not dealing with you. I'm not feeling that. <laughs> so setting the tone is important. Just your hello. You're going to send a hello from your heart. You're going to send an old BS hello. You're not even going to give one. Or, hey. Mm-hmm. Or that. So that's part of people's skills. They're setting the tone. Hello can come in many different forms. A look. Your eyes. It's the tone you set. You get, you'll be surprised. I've made a record. It's like you made, and at the end of one of the hooks, like you make more money with a smile than a frown. Yeah, it's called I'm down. You make more money with a smile than a frown because... And that goes right along with it. You got a hello in your eyes. You have to ask yourself, can a kind person, I mean, can a blind person give me any hope? Or can a blind person give me any hope, like as far as greeting me and and, and instill some hope within me? Or can a mute person Show me some kindness. See, so a blind person I know can be hopeful. I know I know that Stevie Wonder. Without even going to the top like that, but just to go there. But yeah, off the top of my head, Stevie Wonder. So, and then at the same time, can a mute person show love? Can a mute person say hello? I think they can. I don't encounter mute people every day of a person that's mute or can't talk on a daily. So I don't know, but I would like to think yes with their eyes. I mean, you see it every day. I mean, I see and greet and meet people that um, every day that I don't know. And that's the best in my opinion, that's the best training ground I could have because 
I don't, it's easy for me to a loved one or a friend or a homeboy or somebody I've been knowing, an old guy I've been knowing from back in the day. Hey, you know, that's pure love. I'm giving that cat when I see him. Hey, man, he'll feel it. He'll get it. Hey, gee, all that. But I mean, these people, I don't know. I'm not a BSer. I don't bullshit people. That's what I don't do. But I do set the tone. Because, you know, even if a person's not feeling all right, we got to be in the car for a while, maybe half the day, all day, sometimes just for a few. But I want it to be okay for you. I'm going to be all right. I got to be here. This is where I'm at. Like Chris Tucker said way back, I'll be where I'm at. This is where I'm at. But I want you to be okay while yet where I'm at right now, where I'm at. Since you're where I'm at with me, I want you to be okay. So let me set the tone because I could set it another way. I could follow your grumpiness if I wanted to easily. It's done every day, all the time. This motherfucker ain't feeling, he not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. FM. No, 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 no. Let me set the tone. Shit, sometimes you may need cheering up. You know what a hello does for you? Hey, have a good day. A young lady out of the blue just yesterday morning. I, I thought about it just about half the day. Her good, her have her nice day really affected me. The way she said it, and that was her job at the at the door. Her job was okay. Have a nice day, and I was like, wow. Said, hey, thanks you too. That made my morning, day and the afternoon, and all that because the way she said it. I guess young young lady, like she's about 18, 19 years old kid. This is the way she said it. You know, me reminded one of my daughters as well. And she gave that to me. I'm like, hey, thanks. Yeah, it did it for me. So that, you know, it sets a tone. It set my tone. I can remember it. And then to bring the uh, shovel out of that hole. And everything I say to be resilient when I say you, you, you is the key word. You got to be resilient. That you is me. But if I'm giving it, then it's you. If you're listening, then it's you. But the you is really me. So you'll know. So you got to be tough. How do you be tough, G? Resilient. Be resilient. How? You have to set the tone with your hellos and your eyes and so forth in your way and your sway and your swag and everything. Even your swag, especially. Okay, number, the other you. You have to listen. You have to listen more than talk. Unless you talk. It's different. But you have to listen unless you just talk. Because then it may, I mean, it may be just very, very different. The reason why... I'm able to do an hour-long just spill. I wonder about it. It's because I listen, I listen to a lot of things. I listen to a lot of people. I listen to my inner self as well. And that's the listen that I'm talking about. You have to listen. When that's, this is going to help you set the tone. You got to listen, not to yourself, your head. You got to listen inside. It's a deep that's really shallow. It's right there, but it's deep. And the reason why it's deep, because you're not accustomed to using it. You used to just thinking about something and doing it or not thinking about something rather and doing it. If that fit you, either one of them, 
thinking about something and doing it, not thinking about something and doing it, because just because you're thinking about something doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thought. You're just thinking. So, number three is listen to yourself. It's a skill to listen to another person. I mean, it's just really a skill to listen to another person. I don't know if too many people can be that quiet and that patient to listen to another person. I get people call me all the time from different parts of the country just for me to listen to them. And when you listen to a person, it's a skill to listening to people. And another you I have for you after the listen is stay out of the way. These are the new Trump laws and rules I'm giving you. Got to be tough, resilient. You get there, you set the tone on your every day. In the morning, starting off, you listen, listen deep to yourself. You listen deep, not to that BS now. And you know the difference. That's why you is first. See, you, 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 really I told you it's me, me, me. But the you got to be tough is resilient. You set the tone with the hellos and the eyes and the blink and so forth. You listen, you, you listen to you, but you got to listen because you know when it's BS or not. See, it's all you. So if you're going to go for the BS, guess who you BSing? You. It's okay. And then the last one is you got to stay out of the way. What do I mean by that? In my daily travels, I drive. I do everything. I walk. I enjoy the city. I eat. I go to nice restaurants. I go to uh, in and outs as well, you know, because I like it all here. I just I enjoy myself during the day. I make a few calls. I have a meeting or two. I meet with some people. You know, I'm a pretty busy person with uh, the venues that I have going here. And so the way I stay out of the way don't get in people's conversations for one and it's a way it's it amazes me let me explain to you how i don't get in people's conversations i don't wear earbuds or earphones or any of that if i'm driving that's illegal can't do that i follow the law so i'm not in it i'm not in it see if you paint a picture okay Let's put everybody in it, paint, paint. I'm not in it. They didn't paint me in the picture that they're talking about back there. I'm not in it. So that's how I stay out of the way. I'm not in it, man. You know, if you're not in it, why would you want to be in it? You're not in it. So just that's just staying out of the way. So I stay out of the way. And if somebody's so great, what do you think? I uh, Honest to God, I got to tell you, the majority of the times I'm like, huh? What? Oh, because I'm hearing. I didn't hear your I'm listening to him. I didn't hear the melody change, especially if I have no offense to anyone, a foreign client. And I don't and they don't like in, in here in America. We changed uh, um, range when we're talking and melody. You know, the way we inflict our words. So the way they come out. So the thing is, uh. I didn't hear a melody change. I didn't hear a shift in his melody when he was talking. So he was saying, and it was all the same thing, but he's talking to me too. The second part of that was me. And I'm like, huh? Oh, do you want me? Okay, hold on. 
we'll do this and do that with whatever you need. So the thing is, but it just, it was just a train of words. So I didn't hear any, you know, differential in it or anything like that. And I listen for that when people are talking, because that tells me how you're feeling. If you're saying a certain thing and saying it a certain way and you go up on a note, I mean, I learned that from Eddie Kendricks. So just, you know, listening to that and just stand out of the way, just stand out of the way. And then where you can be helpful, be helpful. That's good. And another way to stay out of the way is just keeping it my opinion. I don't just talk and just blurt out to everybody that I drive and talk to. And no, I don't know. I keep my opinion till it's asked for or until it's needed. See, this is a show here. So I'm just talking. This is everything is opinionative here. Everything is well, the way I see it, in my opinion, that's what it is. And that's an and it's constant. But there, when I'm, you know, in my vehicle and so forth, uh, it's a totally different thing. I'm listening. I'm taking it in. I'm paying attention. And I'll fit in where I'm needed. I may not be needed in a situation. I may just need to listen. I may just need to shut up and listen. Not just listen. Shut up and listen. So, if I can reiterate, you always want to constantly check your own anger. Not mine. Check your own anger because it'll drive people away from you. It'll do it to you. And you, you won't get the things that you feel that you're blessed to have and that you're looking for, you've been praying for, and the things that's coming. But the anger is keeping the necessary people to make the blessings come through for you in your life. The anger is keeping them away. It's driving people away. You can't be angry. And it'll put people in your life that's just putting fuel on that BS fire. And you don't know it because everybody's buying each other's BS. So you have to watch it. If you can handle it, okay, good. I'm not saying you have to live a certain way for me at all. I'm saying, should this touch on any nerves? Because that's what it's about. It's about better and getting better and better and better and bettering ourselves. For me, that's what I do. I try to better myself to be the best Greg Blackwell Harris that I can be. Amongst all the BS that happens in the world and in my city and in my area. I mean, everywhere. It's it's everywhere. I, it was once upon a time I went where it was. Now we're living in a day and come to where you are. So that's why it's good to be laced with some of these things that you can counter a lot of the BS because in this city and just about in every other city, I told you, you got companies like Uber, Airbnb, the best things that happen in the world since sliced bread, in my opinion, has made the worlds with an S, our worlds, smaller. Everybody's everywhere. I cannot stress that enough. So it's cool and it's good. It's just a great thing to be suited and booted with some everyday common knowledge to get you through the day without getting caught up in all the BS and the madness that's going on out there. Not saying all oh, this doom and gloom is coming. Everybody hide. No, 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 no. Not at all. 
Just saying, I stay smooth. I see it pass. Look, it's, everything's a passing parade to me. It's not that I won't act, move, or react. It's just that I observe and I watch everything and I pay close attention. And some of the things that I see, the next guy may not see next to me in the vehicle next to mine. So I want to give you a, a, my, one of some of my views that I have out there, especially if I learn from it. If I learned anything from it, yeah, I definitely want to share that with you and uh, and stress that. Like I said before, it's just good info for the bad stuff that's out there that we see every day. And, you know, that, you know, ourselves and our families. I mean, I feel for the, t- the children. School's about to start back up. What's to happen next? Every day, CNN's or one of the local channels got something for us out there. So, no, I'm not saying can't prevent anything that's been that's destined to happen but it's it's real important how we carry ourselves and how we continuously stay checking ourselves for one i don't like being checked by anybody i just that's what's that's one that's a pet peeve if that's that's what it is so i check myself i'm the master checker i'm the boss checker anyway so it could i couldn't find a better person to check g than me I check G. I don't like being checked. So let me check me. And that way I know I'm in check. I'm, I'm right. I won't violate anybody, man. You're not going to violate me. I'm not even worried about that. So it's like, let me just be the best person I can be for society. I don't give a damn who it is. Period. Because that's what day you're living in. What day you're living in is you can't trust anything, but yet you can trust everything. At the same time, you just have to know, and your discernment has to be working as which ones, which top to pull off, to, you know, to take off, and which one not. Because, I mean, I, I see it, I hear it, I hear some disastrous uh super wealthy stories daily and I hear some just down in the dirts and see some down in the dirt stuff too so it's like I see it on both ends the best I can do with is is share it especially if I'm learning or you know gleaning anything from it and if that's going to keep me on my trek to you know being useful for the rest of my days of my life and, you know, that's going to keep me dreaming and stuff like that because I see some things I don't want. So that keeps me being grateful. I don't want, man, I don't want that. I'm sure glad I'm not in that spot because everybody has a travel. I don't look down on anyone's travel because that's their travel. That's part of their travel. And this is mine. It's all a journey. So it's just a shared journey. And. I believe I see enough to be talked about and shared out there, especially as I said earlier, if it's going to assist in, um, you know, moving things right along. And just on another note, I just want to say, because I I see a lot of posts, as I said before, and I got to mention again, it's not wise, in my opinion, to look for any solutions from the situation that caused you the pain. But first to say, and I say that, but first, you got to know that that back part of that that caused you the pain. Oftentimes, I had to look deep. It's always me. Okay, G, where you at in this now? 
in that statement. Don't look for solutions from the person or situation that caused you pain. Don't that sound slick? That's a nice little saying I got there. Say it again. Don't look for solutions from the person or situation that caused you pain. Oh, yeah, I can agree with that, G. That's tight, man. I'm going to like that and do all the other stuff. But you got to look at the back part of that. From the person or situation that caused you pain. That right there. See, you got to look for yourself in that caused you pain. You got to be in that cause. You got to find yourself in that caused you pain. Because if you don't find yourself in that back part of that little slick sand right there I just gave you. You'll be looking for solutions from the other persons or situations that cost you pain. <laughs> See, it'll say itself back over to you. So don't look for solutions from the person or situation that cause you pain. Please look for yourself in those last three words or four words that cause you pain. Find yourself in there. And then you'll remedy the whole damn little paragraph. You'll fix it. Like a hammer and nail. You'll fix it. Because if you can find yourself in that little statement I just made, you're well on your way. Especially when you recognize and discover and uncover that you're the one that caused the pain. Allowed it to be caused over maybe a couple of times. That's how it went for me. Then you really, it's like a light bulb coming on, ton of bricks hitting you. All the sands come to you. And it's just a cool thing. So, but at the same time, like I say, a very wise person told me once, wise person learned from their experiences. But a man of wisdom learned from his experiences as well as others. That's the reason from the show. If anyone can learn from any of my experiences and be a better person, guess what? I'm like Charlie Sheen. I'm winning. See, done my job. Cool. Dust off my hands. Step. Because that's what it's about. Just like that. So if you're a person of wisdom, you want to take on what you can take on from another person's experience, especially as bad as it can be, and learn from it. So you won't have to walk, or some loved one of yours won't have to walk that walk. Somebody's going to have to walk it. <laughs> That's why they build it, man. They build, somebody got to walk. They build it, they coming. If you're not coming, we're bringing you. How's that? So... And it's built. And they're constantly building them. So, yeah, you want to just uh, take advantage of that. And I, and I, I, I made a promise. You know, I'm going to do all I can to uh, toughen you up in the right way and toughen people up in the right way and assist people in making themselves in the right way and assist people in being made in the right way because you got to overcome the, the goofy stuff and the silly stuff and the the Trump stuff that everyone like blaming us. It's not if his who if it wasn't Trump. Well, his name was uh, Joe Welch. Welch doesn't matter. If it wasn't him, it would be somebody else. If it wasn't somebody else, it'd be, it doesn't matter. Right now, it's Trump. That's got everybody's on fire and everybody's talking. 
and hot and marching and gritting and, you know, grunting at each other. So the thing is, you got to look at yourself when you're this kind of day. This is the type of day you may want to take a look at yourself. No scare tactics here, no BS here, just straight up, you know, being better and getting better and being resilient, you know, and just toughening up in the right way, in the right manner. You know, caring about people, but just, you know, not going for no BS from from yourself. If you're not going to take any BS from yourself, then that allows you to set the stage for others. So that's why it's all it's, it's all about you program. Anyway, see how fast an hour goes. Look, hold on. Little noise for you. Want to thank everyone for listening to me this week. I want to hope and pray that you have a great week ahead. Listen to us on podcasts. I like iTunes. You might want to ch- try that station out. That's a subscription I have with them. And again, join us next week. BBSradio.com slash get made on station one. Thank you. Be blessed. Take care of yourself and those around you. Peace.